I V M. This is a special edition of Paisa Vaisa called the Mutual Fund Masterclass featuring Mr. Kalpen Parekh, President of DSP BlackRock Mutual Fund. In the third part of this series, Mr. Parekh talks to Anupam about how you can choose a good mutual fund and a good advisor and some history about DSP BlackRock and what they do. Folks, welcome back to the Mutual Fund Masterclass special on Paisa Vaisa. I'm your host Arupam Gupta and I have with me Kalpin Parekh, President of DSP BlackRock. This is the third and final of our three-part series on mutual funds. In the first part, we did an intro to mutual fund basics. In the second part, we spoke about SIPs. And in this third part, we're going to talk about practical tips, you know, how to choose a mutual fund. Kalpin, welcome back to the show. Let's get you know in into this there are so many i know there are so many mutual fund houses so many mutual fund schemes how do i as a retail investor choose where do i start from you know if so, someone who's completely new to mutual funds who's seen what 8000 schemes yeah i know so many of them where do i start what do i do out here so i would say you have a choice choose out of 8000 schemes mm-hmm. and uh, hope you make the right decision mm-hmm. or choose one good advisor mm-hmm. and let him make all the right decisions for you here is where the value and the role of a good advisor comes in mm-hmm. um few principles I follow in uh, fund selection at all points in time is one look for a fund which has track record across market cycles mm-hmm. and particularly look for track record in down cycles mm-hmm. so in periods of volatility in periods of market correction if the fund has done well I would give an extra point for that in good markets good funds also do well bad funds at times do better because there's a lot of frothy momentum Mm. and all type of stocks go up Mm. so you know funds which are more disciplined in down cycles and end of the day in the principle of long-term compounding the less you lose in falling markets Mm. the more your long-term compounding would be so it's important to look at that part of uh, you know fund selection process Mm. Uh, the second is to look for um, consistency of outperformance end of the day our job is to beat benchmarks mm. and uh, try and generate higher return than the benchmarks for the fees that we are charging our investors mm. so if benchmark return is for example 10 fees we charge is 2 mm. uh, if we give you less than 12 it's not worth it for you ideally we should give you at least 12 and above mm. uh, so you need to track that if a fund has 20 year track record how often has it beaten benchmarks mm. so if it has beaten benchmarks 60 or 70% of the times I think it is a very good job done mm. and um, uh, you know in mistake many investors make is just look at one dimension which is last 1-2-3 saal ka return kya hai mm-hmm. many times a great fund uh, may have poor one year return or three year return mm. but very good uh, long term consistency of returns and uh, downside protection mm. but investors get swayed by recent returns that's how the human mind works mm. so avoid choosing funds on recency effect mm. uh, avoid choosing funds which do well only in up cycles mm. uh, choose funds where, where uh, they have beaten their benchmarks more often mm. and by a better margin than peer group mm. And uh, another important thing to keep in mind is that if you have identified few funds which have, you know, qualified on all these parameters, they've Mm. beaten benchmarks more often, uh, they've done well in down cycles, they articulate their philosophy consistently, Mm. they are honest about their views, they do not always paint a rosy picture. So that's the right universe to align your long-term capital with. And by any chance, if such funds are going through a poor performance patch, that's an extra reason to invest because mm-hmm. the reversion to mean principle will work. Right. Uh, so, you know, over time, 
funds revert to their long term average returns right. so there are periods when they go through poor returns is mm. also a good time to invest mm. uh, most often we do the opposite of that if a fund goes through a poor patch we tend to exit and try to jump into a good fund mm. uh, into a fund with higher performance mm. uh, that is very counterproductive i've done a study uh, let's say if i choose four schemes in dsv blackrock four equity funds over the last 20 years and every year i choose the fund which did very well in the last year mm. so every year i pick the best fund of the last year mm. and keep rotating my money mm. it would have given me a return of roughly 21% mm. instead of that if i had chosen any one of the scheme and stayed for those 20 years mm. without changing i would have earned 2% more wow. uh, over 20 years so 2% excess so the cost of jumping schemes mm. uh, is negative mm. to an investor so one is stick over full cycles mm. and uh, choose funds with higher consistency mm. with honesty with uh, uh, you know more um, honesty in communicating to you okay. uh, their good times and bad times okay two more questions on this first is uh, you know if someone wants to i guess what you spoke about would have to do with equity funds yes. some basics for debt mutual sure. fund i mean how would you you know how should someone go about go about choosing a debt mutual fund So uh, in uh, <coughs> debt uh, the principle is very simple look at your time horizon mm. uh, if you want to replace um, you know savings account mm. then choose um, funds called uh, ultra short term plans a mm. uh, high quality highly rated ultra short term funds mm. they would give you 0 to 2% more mm. than what a savings account would give mm-hmm. if you are a businessman who has money lying idle in your current account earning zero mm. the straight replacement to that is a liquid fund hmm, hmm. Uh, and you get money back in one day hmm. and the difference between a liquid and an ultra short is just a paper they invest in it's just uh, the time horizon so time liquid horizon. funds invest up to 3 month assets and 3 uh, month underlying securities uh, liquid plus or ultra short can invest in 3 month 6 month and one year assets also okay. so they run a slightly longer tenor of the underlying investment and for that they may earn 50 basis point extra yes. return okay broadly both will give similar returns they will give returns uh, which are prevailing money market rates hmm. uh, if you want uh, you know if you are an investor in fixed deposits and company deposits hmm. uh, which let's say in today's regime will earn you 7 hmm. short term funds may also earn you roughly around 7 uh, but they are tax efficient now the the beauty of debt funds is that if your time horizons are more than 3 years after 3 years uh, you get benefit of long term capital gains with mm. indexation mm. which means i'll give you an example let's say if the fund earns a return of 8% cagr over 3 years mm. uh, indexation means you are indexing your acquisition cost to the extent of inflation and let's say inflation is 5% mm. it has been 5 in the recent times mm. so uh, we say that you know you've not earned the entire 8% it, inflation is eaten away 5 so your mm. real norm, you know taxable gain should be only 3% mm. and on that you apply a tax rate of 20 mm. that is 20% into 3.6%. So mm. on a 8% return your effective tax is 0.6 okay. which is actually uh, roughly 7.5%. Right. In okay. a fixed deposit you yeah. would pay 35% tax. Right. Here your effective tax if you stayed for 3 years and above drop right. to less than 10. Okay. So that's the beauty. Having said that if you still need money sometime earlier mm. you can exit anytime. Okay. dividend or growth again a big question because uh, actually after tra- so folks i don't know um, i think there's been a budget change on the dividend aspect uh, okay the background why i'm posing this question to karpen is that uh, you know over the last maybe 1 2 or 3 years a lot of distributors advisors have pushed the schemes of balanced funds which is like something of equity some part of debt 
टू इन्वेस्टर्स सेइंग दैट दीज फंड्स गिव गारंटीड डिविडेंड्स पर मंथ और पर क्वार्टर और समथिंग एंड यू नो दैट दैट दिस दिस एंटायर ट्रेंड हैज हैपेंड ओवर द लास्ट कपल ऑफ इयर्स बिकॉज़ ऑफ व्हिच द कांसेप्ट ऑफ अ बैलेंस और इक्विटी फंड गिविंग डिविडेंड हैज काइंड ऑफ क्रेप्ट इन इनटू समवन्स इनटू इन्वेस्टर्स माइंड सो कल्पन सिंपली डिविडेंड ऑफ ग्रोथ how should one think about this and especially now that the budget has tinkered around with this entire thing equity wealth creation happens through compounding mm. when you take dividends you're breaking the compounding mm. we are taking money out every year mm. and you're not letting your returns earn the higher returns of the future mm. so simply one answer long term wealth creation has to be growth option mm. and not the dividend option mm. having said that there are interesting you know there's a category called arbitrage fund for example where the risk is not that of the risk is that like similar to a fixed income product mm. but the dividends are taxed like an equity product mm. so it has the safety profile of a debt fund mm. and taxation of an equity fund mm. so it blends the best of both okay uh, in such funds dividend options are more sensible okay. because the dividend uh, distribution tax there till yesterday till was yesterday, zero or yeah. till march end is yeah, zero yeah. even after march it becomes 10% okay now if i take dividend in a debt fund mm. i will pay 30% tax on that the dividend distribution tax is 30 mm. versus that in an arbitrage fund my ddt is only 10 mm. so the tax arbitrage for short term investments mm. uh, in arbitrage funds should mm. be dividend okay if your time horizon is 3 years and above in mm. debt funds and 7 and 7 years and above in equity funds ideally growth okay in general would a would an approach of going for growth across any asset class any mutual fund and doing an swp okay be better than getting into this entire dividend dividend thing you know i mean if, i just want to keep things simple and i'm saying okay whether it's a debt mutual fund or whether it's an equity mutual funds why don't i just <coughs> invest in them throughout and if i need a monthly outcome then i should any thoughts on that Yeah so you know I think um, this is not the best medium to explain some of these uh, <laughs> okay. micro nuances there are situations when dividends make more sense there are okay. situations and type of funds where swp makes sense sure. uh, depending on different needs uh, okay. the pill is different it's okay. not the same medicine for all but at a principal level um, swp is nothing but taking some gains back okay dividends are also the same okay. they are giving you gains back dividends are more efficient operationally hmm. and more efficient from a tax point of view okay the problem with this new wave of monthly dividends in balance fund is the illusion it creates hmm. that equity is a straight line product that is the issue and yeah. uh, okay. uh, a lot of misselling has happened hmm. wherein investors are told ki aapko 1% next 3 saal ke liye milega so hmm. the assumption is hmm. that this category product is going to give me 12% per annum hmm. now you may still get the 12% through dividends hmm. but you may lose 10 or 15% of the capital if yeah. stock markets fluctuate yeah. i think if investors are told that mm. your capital can fluctuate mm. your returns can be still that 10% sure. coming out of old navy okay then it's at least a very transparent conversation okay though it's illegal mm. to communicate dividends in advance yeah, yeah, and i think these are some uh, practices that sometimes uh, you know mutual funds also need to be more um, uh, aware of okay and ensure that in this journey of take off that the industry is having hmm. we have the seat belts on okay hashtag #pro tip if you're into equity wealth creation it's growth growth and growth if you want dividend then you'll have to do some r&d on that's a bit of a complicated topic but yeah there are some options in which you can take out uh, dividends from your from your from your fund but equity mutual funds stick to the growth plan i mean mutual fund etf 
you know what's the difference between two what's appropriate for investors uh, <coughs> so etf is also nothing but a mutual fund yep. uh, it's just traded on the exchange mm. and hence it allows you to buy at different prices during the day whereas mm. in a traditional mutual fund you buy at the, at the end of the day price mm. from an investor point of view it doesn't make much of a difference because mm. intraday price and the end of day price rarely is too different except mm. on days of big movements which mm. are once in a lifetime mm. etfs globally are very big mm. because uh, the global markets are more institutionalized in nature mm. in india the trend has just begun where the provident fund money has started going into etfs mm. at large the outcomes are the same mm. uh, it doesn't matter to the investor mm. for example today the challenge in etf is you need to open a broking account mm. it can be done only through an exchange mm. so there are a lot of operational hassles of doing it through an etf the question to ask is active or passive mm. uh, etfs typically grow uh, in the pass- they, are, they are positioned in the passive style of investing mm. where you create a formula and you know around that formula f- products are built or a benchmark is designed and the fund only mirrors that benchmark there mm. is no human intervention Hmm. So so far the Indian mutual fund story has been about the alpha in the Indian market hmm. which has been fairly you know rich hmm. and hmm. Uh, I think India is blessed to have some of the best money managers sure. across fund houses who have hmm. been able to extract that alpha very hmm. credibly very honestly hmm. and hence uh, the need for passive funds has not been felt so far okay. but as I think markets mature as market efficiency improves hmm. as um, you know more participants start investing the the race for alpha itself kills alpha correct and yeah. at that stage mm. uh, you know passive funds may start giving same returns as active funds or active sure. funds will start finding it difficult uh, to generate significant alpha sustainably it's happened sure. in global markets okay uh, it will at some stage happen in india i don't know if it has already happened or is in uh, you know matter of time in the future mm. but it's a very interesting category which will grow mm. uh, because globally it's the fastest growing category as well mm. some point in time it may come uh, so we as a fund house always you know look at how do we complement our product range mm. so we have Uh, so far in our 21 years of existence we have a wide range of active funds mm. and now we are gradually bringing in some passive ideas also to mm. prepare for the future mm. uh folks before we wrap up this is the last question that i have on segment 3 kalvin tell us about dsp blackrock i know it's among uh, india's oldest uh, mutual fund houses tell me about uh, the firm the funds the schemes and uh, everything else so i'm very proud to share uh, some tradition and history about the group mm-hmm. and the firm DSP BlackRock is a combination of DSP and BlackRock. Mm. DSP Group is uh, 152 years old now. Mm. Uh, it is uh, the one of the founding members of the Bombay Stock Exchange. Yes. DSP stands for DS Prabhudas. Yes, Prabhudas. Yeah. Our chairman Hemendra Kothari has you know he runs the firm mm. and uh, the group is only in asset management. Mm. So what we like is we are pure play asset managers. We have no other business. We only do money management. Interestingly globally if you take the top 10 fund houses mm. they are all pure money managers oh, uh, most of them mm. they do not have diverse business interests so they are not nbfc they are not banks yeah. they do so just this the specialization over time has uh, you know ensured that the biggest guys are the specialists mm. uh, we see that as an opportunity hopefully mm. over time in india to emerge blackrock uh, is um, around uh, 28 years old mm. happens to be the largest fund on earth Yeah. Is how they call themselves. Okay, uh, uh, it's six trillion dollars. Wow, uh, in size as a single fund house. Six um, trillion. Okay. So it's a combination of these two partners hmm. uh, that uh, you know is running the shop here. DSP uh, Mutual Fund is uh, overall twenty one years old now. Nineteen ninety seven is when uh, we started off. Hmm. Um, 
so what 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 i'm happy about is uh, it's seen multiple market cycles for both fixed income and equity mm. the fund house has grown and seasoned and evolved and matured over all market cycles mm. learned from mistakes and you know built its processes and team mm. um we have a fairly uh, scientific uh, approach in terms of investing uh, the equity team is led by anup maheshwari mm. fixed income team is led by pankaj mm. sharma mm. Uh, the important point is um, we wouldn't have seen uh, too many names as fund managers mm. from the dsp shop mm. because the whole idea is uh, to let the team and the process be at the forefront mm. so we've consciously attempted not to position a personality mm. because uh, over time it is the organization which is timeless mm. personalities can you know evolve and move mm. so that's how the whole attempt so it, it's it's an attempt to try and position process as a hero sure. and uh, continuity as a hero mm. uh, in in this landscape we we again um, uh, have been pioneers in bringing some very interesting uh, first in time products to the country okay. so we have an entire range like everyone else but what we have extra uh, in this landscape is a lot of our international funds mm. so like i said we have a us equity fund we have global asset allocation fund we have a world gold mining fund uh, we have a world energy fund so if you want to buy wow. energy stocks and this so, is with the with the same ekyc absolutely pan so what everything so this is okay. done through the fund of fund structure where we um, where we raise money in a fund here in india okay. and that fund deploys money in international funds oh, outside okay. okay so that's a very interesting range of products um, we 3 years back uh, also launched the first um, long shot fund in india mm. where we said that you know there's huge dispersion of returns every year mm. within sectors and um, you know within companies mm. so in the same year some sectors would give plus 30 and some sectors would give minus 40 so yeah. you have a 70% range mm. so how can you exploit both sides of the market now this framework is fairly new to india a lot of global funds operate uh, these long shot funds and attempt to generate closer to absolute returns across market cycles in good times and bad times yeah so we are fourth year running into it so that's again an innovation that we brought we have a very interesting product very important for today's market environment called mm. the dynamic asset allocation fund okay uh, where um, it asks one question every day mm. uh, what is more attractive debt or equity mm. uh, there's a concept of yield gap mm. uh, so if interest rates are at 8% today the yield mm. is 8 mm. if p's are at 25 times on equity the yield is 4 right so between the two logically grandmother's principle would say that give more money to debt right relative to equity, equity between yeah, the two yeah. so the asset allocation is then managed accordingly mm. so instead of investors having to worry about timing both the asset classes mm. we try to do it uh, on their behalf so it can move from 10% in equity to 90% in equity okay as it stands today we are 20% in equity right now just because, because valuations are high uh, because more than valuations being high even interest rates have gone up oh so yeah. rising interest rates are uh, you know giving a message that if fixed income is also giving you 8% yeah. uh, you know do allocate more here right wow. now so it adjusts automatically yeah. and the investor doesn't have to so in very euphoric times uh, uh, if you know equity is still a great asset class mm, mm. but for investors who understand volatility who mm. can digest and who can stay over long periods mm, mm. but at large for a first time investor we think hybrid funds like this mm. are more uh, ideal mm. uh, so that they don't get many you know large shocks mm, mm. so mm. lot of such interesting products uh, is what we have designed and built okay and um, you know one uh, uh, you know thought i would like to leave is we always are happy if if you 
you know in our journey to make investors rich and successful mm. uh, it's important they learn the right principles of investing mm. so rather than uh, you know telling them just buy these three funds of ours mm. we would like them to learn the concepts of investing so mm. we have uh, a section called learn on your website on our website okay. and it has 25 videos oh, which wow. talk of risk return asset classes asset allocation mm. how to choose a good advisor mm. and you know stuff like that mm. we would be happy for um, you know, investors who want to really learn these concepts steps sure. to spend their time yeah. uh, short 2 minute videos mm. which can help them <coughs> folks i told you this is the most this is a fantastic guest we've got uh, the website is dspblackrock.com you should like alpin said check out the vex their website in the learn section and see all their videos and that's a wrap on the third part of our three part series on our mutual fund masterclass listen to all the three episodes on the ivm website uh, download their app and listen to it and if you have any questions reach out to me on twitter i am b50 kalpen is at kalpen parik and kalpen thank you so much this has been a fantastic learning episode on on mutual funds i was so thrilled to have you thank you so much kalpen thank you anubam pleasure thank you for listening If you have any money related questions you can tweet to us at IBM podcasts or email us at paisavesa@indusfox.com No material on the show should be considered as financial advice the material on the show is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision